Okay, let's jump into it. Today, I am going to be doing my weekly check-in from last week. Did I gain? Did I lose? What are kind of my learnings as I am on my WW Weight Watchers journey? So, I gained last week. I gained plus 1.2 pounds and not exactly surprised because last week was supposed to be my wedding. I was supposed to get married on August 1st. And I think I had a lot, well, I don't think, I know I had a lot of emotions around it. And basically for Saturday and Sunday, I was in bed and I was snacking a ton and I was just staying afloat. And so I had stopped tracking points. I mentioned in a previous podcast that I need to take a look at why when my fit points weren't working on my phone, it spiraled me into this, like, well, I'm just not going to track mindset. And, um, I do that. I tend to use certain things as crutches like the app (laughs) and I want obviously my WW Weight Watchers journey to be a lifestyle change. And so it shouldn't be an app glitch or anything like that, that completely derails me like it did last week, but I'm giving myself a lot of compassion and grace because, I've never lived through a cancellation, postponement of a wedding. Uh, It was really sad. It was sad times. Um, And also being in a situation where I am not quarantining with my fiance. I don't know if I brought that up in this podcast, but he has a profession that is more, I consider, at risk for getting, uh, I don't want to even say that, but anyway, it's just a more at-risk profession. And because I'm so close to my mom and in such close quarters with her and want to, I don't want her to be alone, uh, we just made the decision in March to not quarantine together. Now, I do see him at the ranch that he's renovating that was supposed to be the place of our wedding and that we have our RV and all of this. You can find this information on SheilaJane.co, all my adventures and pursuits and passions. But yeah, I think going through the not having the wedding and then not even, well, he was actually working on the day, but uh, even afterwards, like just not hugging him or it's just been, it's been challenging. Um, And so I want to get to a place with my WW journey where I don't necessarily throw my hands up and say, okay, well, this is a hard week. I don't need to track or I'm not going to track, you know, in my Al-Anon program, we have a slogan that says first things first. And in my Al-Anon program, that always has been so helpful to me. I tend to be someone that is thinking 1 million feet ahead of myself into the future, back in the past and trying to just kind of like predict and handle my present. And first things first helps me have a quick tool to lean on to in any moment be like, okay, first things first, there's a lot going on right now. I'm stressed out about a lot of things, but what do I need to do in this moment? And it's funny, actually, in a, an Al-Anon Zoom meeting that I was in the other day, a woman had this funny little expression that she had heard that says you something to the effect of you don't eat an elephant all at once, you eat it piece by piece. I don't know, bite by bite. I was a little turned off by that visual in my head of eating an elephant, which I would never want to do. 
but it did give my brain something to chew on where I was like, you're right. Elephants are massive and they weigh tons and tons. And if you were to eat an elephant, which I would never do, you would have to eat it bite by bite. And in life, uh, I guess that's, you know, these big life issues, COVID, postponement of a wedding, whatever is going on in my life or your life, taking it step by step. And uh, so, yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed in myself that I didn't just like, you know, okay, I didn't track for an hour. I didn't track for a day, but I can pick it up right now. There's no better than the present. I think the perfectionist in me creeps in and is like, well, you didn't track this, this, and that. What is the point? Just give up. Like that negative voice in my head. And I really want to pause more when that voice takes over and be like, look, I understand that you're frustrated and I understand that you want to throw in the towel and I get it. And letting that voice kind of having a seat at the table and talk to it in a compassionate way and just say, like, I get it. I want to throw in the towel too, but I've made a commitment to do WW and I made a commitment that tracking is a tool that works for me. And so at the end of the week, my points might not be exactly totaled correctly, but I want the openness and the willingness to track starting now. And I understand your frustration, but as um, it's said in the book, Big Magic, um, Elizabeth Gilbert talks about fear and she's like, fear can sit in the passenger seat But fear doesn't have to direct where my car is driving, metaphorically. Like, it can just sit and be quiet and I'm still driving the car. So, uh, that all or nothing thinking, I really need to just kick it to the curb. So, plus 1.2. Yeah, it's brutal. Like, I've weighed myself since then and I just think, oh, am I ever going to get out of this, this 224 is weight zone. Like, am I going to get past 224? I've been 223. Can I get 222? Can I get 221? Am I going to get past this blip on the weight stall out journey? But what did work for me last week is I did have a little coping mechanism when I felt myself spiraling out of control is I was like, I need to make veggie soup. Veggie soup is my go-to meal. That's it's probably like one point because, you know, I saute a little bit of the veggies in olive oil. Shoot me. Oh my goodness. Don't call the point police. But um, I make this mean veggie soup that I love that's basically just chicken broth, carrots, celery, ground turkey, um, fennel, seeds, bay leaf, uh, tomato sauce. Uh, I put some corn in there and it's just my comfort. It's become my comfort food. I've, I've forced myself to love it and it's not even a force anymore. I do actually really love it. And I need comfort food is what soothes my soul whether I'm reaching for carbs like pasta or Chinese food, like comfort food is the way that I try to get my emotions and anxiety and hormones and stress under control. And that's not always good. 
thank goodness, I have a long lineage. Um, my grandfather on my mom's side loves soup. He could eat soup every day, and that's me. I could eat soup for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and a snack. In fact, I just had some of that veggie soup just before this podcast. So the veggie soup is warm, and I eat it, and it like goes down into my stomach and it warms me up from the inside and it just feels like a hug from the inside of my system and that's the comfort that I'm looking for so another thing that was a little epiphany that I had this last week which I'm hoping to apply into other areas of my life is I was down in the dumps as you know and I was basically in bed And there was a moment where I was like, I need to put away my laundry. I should fold my laundry and I'll feel a lot better if I fold it, put it away. And that would be a good thing to do. And so I did. I stopped my bedtime and I took the time to fold my laundry and put it away. And as I was doing it, I had a conscious recognition of, oh, this is self-care. This is taking care of myself. I, I've always been a very to-do list oriented person and there was, there was satisfaction in crossing something off of my to-do list because that just became my mode. Make the to-do list, cross stuff off. And if I don't cross stuff off in the to-do list, I had some negative guilty feelings about myself that I wasn't accomplished enough. I was procrastinating. And so that's the cycle I'm on a lot of the time, like make the list, get it done, make the list, get it done. There's no celebration. There's no pat on the back that I give myself. It's just this never ending to-do list that never ends. And so to have this awakening this weekend where I'm folding my laundry to put away and I'm going, oh, you, Sheila, are taking care of yourself. You need to put away laundry and you're taking the time to do it. And it was this feeling of gratitude is all I can describe it. Like this click in my brain where I went from being in that total to-do list mindset of, this is just another thing on my to-do list. I got to get it done. I got to get it done to, I slowed down a little bit and I just kind of relished in the fact that I was, you know, in this low point of my life, giving back to myself by taking care of my laundry and putting it away. And that may seem insignificant, but to me, um, and I just want to stop here and say so many, so many of you, like three of you, but I am so appreciative of you left a review on my iTunes and mentioned my willingness to bring up growing up in an alcoholic home and how you appreciated that. And I just want to say that means so much to me. Um, I almost needed that permission from you guys that commented that because I kind of would love to incorporate that more into this channel. The recovery that I've learned from my experience with that is totally what I'm taking also into my weight journey recovery. Um, But I digress. And where was I going with this? Darn it. I totally lost my train of thought. Um. In my Al-Anon recovery program, self-care is something that is essential and is talked about all the time. And a lot of this stuff I'll hear in meetings, I'll read in my Al-Anon books, and it just kind of floats around in my head, and I never really know if it's sinking in. 
And when I had that epiphany of this weekend, that's such a simple epiphany. Growing up in an alcoholic home, I, I mean, I didn't really know about self-care. Like my mom was a workaholic and I think she was a workaholic to avoid dealing with an alcoholic husband. And my dad avoided his feelings and depression and sadness by drinking. So I didn't have the best role models when it came to self-care. And then when my dad would try to like love me and my mom, um, it would always turn into a fight or an argument or a rage-filled situation. Um, And then I was never, you know, recognized and empowered, maybe empowered the better word, by either of my parents growing up to really notice things that I was doing to take care of myself. All I knew kind of how to do was do school. And school was also really hard for me um, in the sense that I think I had like, you know how there's dyslexia for reading? I think I had that for math where I switched number. Math was really hard. I had to work really hard at school. I probably would have been better off in um, like special ed. I think I would have benefited a lot from that, but I was never in that. Um, And so what I grew to know was make flashcards, study for tests, go to school, come home from school, take a quick break, and then jump into homework and getting good grades. And that kind of really became my identity. And so I wasn't that was kind of what I was noticed for is just being a responsible kid that was a good kid that didn't get into trouble, didn't rock the boat um, because the boat at my house didn't need any more rocking with an alcoholic parent. So I don't have this internal dialogue that's kind of like, good job, bravo. Like you're taking care of yourself. You cooked yourself food. You folded the laundry. It's like for me, all of those things are these exhausting tasks that I have to force myself to do because they're on a to-do list. Um, I think that that's going to help me with my weight loss. The more that I am becoming aware of taking care of myself, the more my nervous system can relax and I'm not stressing myself out, which would lead me to have to overeating, to have to be in an overeating mode to comfort myself. So little baby steps, Um, having that inner self-dialogue that is an inner dialogue of compassion and celebration and awareness of the things that I do instead of just being in hustle push mode. Uh, Another thing that I did last week was I am in a separate program course with a group of women and it is a a year-long course and every season there's a different topic and right now the topic is fashion and style and so I was listening to some of the audio in it uh, you know about it and just really realizing and recognizing that the more weight that I've gained over the years the more I've lost my spark for fashion I used to love thrift store shopping and I used to love fashion in general and not anything like trendy or just funky, funky fashion, (laughs) just outfits I'd put together and just would make me feel really great about myself and the way I looked. And somewhere along the way, I really lost that spark because I guess I kind of gave up like 
well, the stores that I want to shop in don't have my size anyway, so what's the point? In fact, it's been a little bit of a wake-up call to me that most stores these days are getting a plus-size line, which is awesome. Uh, so when I was part of this women's group talking about style and hearing these other women talk about what ignites and sparks their interest in style and clothes that they find comfortable, that they like wearing every day, I thought, oh man, I have totally lost my energy in that realm of my life. And I went on YouTube and I just typed in like plus size fashion And it was one of those higher power moments where my higher power just placed this woman in my life. Her name is Anna and she is on YouTube. It's A-N-N-A and then underscore Laricia, L-A-R-I-C-C-I-A-A. And she just started YouTube three months ago and she is a doll. She is a delight. She is a ray of sunshine She is the cutest and she is plus size fashion. So she will get clothes um, and try them on. She does like, she did a video about her makeup and her hair. And I watched her videos in bed this weekend nonstop and just, just totally got motivated and inspired by her willingness to take time to put on makeup, to take time to have fun playing with colors and fashion. And I just was like, oh, I needed, I just really needed it. I needed to see someone else with that passion to remind my inner self that I have that passion as well. And I find a lot of inspiration on YouTube. There's some great YouTube channels that I watch that just watching someone else in it, like whether it be fashion or whether it be Weight Watchers, it just gives me hope that I can I can achieve whatever they're achieving. So that was a plus this weekend was some YouTube uh, YouTube entertainment, <laughs> and I actually was a little bit naughty and I went on a shopping spree. <laughs> I figured, you know, I can get the clothes delivered and then I can return them. It's pretty easy these days to return things. But I like went on Amazon and I thought about areas of my life and creating a uniform that makes me feel good about myself. Not anything that I have to think about or super stressful. Just what do I love wearing and can I find those pieces online that um, will make me feel good. So I bought a pair several months ago. Costco had these skirts with the shorts, the little biker shorts underneath. Like, what are they called? They're not culottes. Squirts. Squirts. <laughs> You're probably screaming at me like, squirts. Um, and it is the most, they're so comfortable and they just feel the best. I love walking in them. And then I just love wearing them in COVID like, around the house and bumming around. So I have a tendency to buy something and fall in love with it. And then I'll forget to like go back and buy more. And then months and months will pass. And I'm like, darn, I wish I had another pair of whatever. So I found them on Amazon. So I ordered some of those. And then I also ordered on Amazon some tank tops. I was going to buy, I really love tank tops that have like fun little quotes and images that people are making on Etsy and stuff. 
Um, but they're pretty expensive and I do have a Cricut and a heat press. So I could technically make my own, which I might do, but I found on Amazon a three pack of tank tops that got pretty good reviews. And, um, so I got some of those and then my favorite is a pair of workout pants I got from Target that has a pocket. It's their like Capri yoga pants and they have a pocket for where I can put my phone while I'm walking. Of course, Target was sold out, but they did have a pair similar on Amazon. So I ordered one, see if I like it, and then I can go back and order more. But yeah, that whole concept of getting a uniform and then splurging once in a blue moon on buying some little pieces to zest it up. I also um, discovered that I like wearing visors when I walk. Uh, I have, it's so embarrassing. I have a visor that is red with sparkles. It is something straight out of, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just kind of this tacky, fabulous thing that I bought at CVS of all places, the drugstore. And it was when my best girlfriends were coming to visit, I got a red one and then I got a purple and a green one for my two best girlfriends that were visiting. And we would wear them when we went hiking and walking. And it's been sitting in my closet and I pulled it down the other day and I was like, yes, I hate when hats make my head so sweaty when I'm trying to get my fit points. And a visor has totally worked. So I went on Amazon and I ordered another visor that's not red and sparkly so I can look a little bit more presentable. And then the last naughty purchase that I made was Nike just came out with cheetah print Nikes with pink, like hot pink swooshes. And all the fashion bloggers that I follow posted about it. And I was like, I have to get those. I need those in my life. So needless to say, the uniform that I am developing for my morning walks is quite fun. I feel like it's back to school and I'm going to get these in the mail and it's just going to make going for my walk in the morning so much more exciting and fun and fashionable. Uh, so, you know, looking at this plus 1.2 pounds, yeah. It stinks. I'm just like, you guys, am I ever going to get to that 214 mark and then lose from there? Am I ever going to get to Wonderland? There's a lot of hurdles. I feel like a hurdler runner that is wanting to run full steam ahead and just like get to the finish line. And then there's these hurdles that I have to jump over with perfect form and I stumble and crash and fall and pick myself up dust myself off and get back in the race. Uh, and I learned a lot. I, that whole discovery of that YouTube woman and then the self-care discovery and then the little uniform I'm putting together for my walks. Those are all priceless, absolutely priceless, uh, that maybe I wouldn't have done had I not been in bed and kind of moping around and it was all meant to be how it's meant to be. So, Tomorrow, I will be on the podcast sharing with you my daily word for weight loss. And then the day after that, I'm hoping to come on after having read the first few chapters in our book club. If you don't know what I'm talking about with the book club, you're going to have to go a podcast back 
um, to see kind of what my thoughts are on that. And then, see, I'm having too much fun doing this podcast. (laughs) Then I may include a day during the week where I just talk about recovery and kind of making a connection from my Al-Anon recovery to how I'm using it with my weight loss. And in Al-Anon, there, we always are talking about how, you know, we're using our program in all areas of our life. And I'm for sure bringing it into my weight loss journey. So wrapping up these podcasts is hard. It's like, I don't want to say goodbye to you and I don't know how to end it. And I get really awkward. And um, whenever my fiance and I are on the phone, we do this stupid thing where we're like, okay, good night. Bye. And then neither of us wants to hang up the phone first. Not because we're being like super lovey dovey, like, Oh, I love you. I don't want to hang up the phone. We're just both honestly too lazy. (laughs) That sounds so bad to like push the button to hang up. So it's become this little joke where Joe will be like, beep, beep, beep. You know how when you hang up, when someone hangs up and you're still on the line, it makes the beep, beep, beep sound. And we'll just laugh, all laugh. It's so funny. And so that goes on for like five minutes until one of us actually hangs up the phone. All right. So I will talk to you later. Beep, beep, beep. Bye.